Hashtag TTP. Welcome to another edition of Trust the Process Podcast. Yours truly, Rob the People's Plug Martin. Joined by always the Italian Stallion, Edward. Hollywood Martin. We got 15 people on. Man, Uh-oh. come on. Viewers going up. And as oh. always, Mr. One in Seven Billion, Mr. Irregular Strength himself, the three-time current all-time world record holder for the bench press, Mr. Julius Maddox. You see it. You see it. Big beards. Big Three-time. No back to back to back. I don't think that's a big beard. Rob, you are hating. I was watching a video the other day, man. It looked kind of shady in there. What, what did my beard? Yeah, on the side. I'm seeing man, some grays look. pop up. Man, look. Uh, why you think I got a hat on? Them grays are for real popping out. I'm feeling the corona. Week five, coronavirus. Um, right. Look. What's up, fellas? We're over it. You're over oh, it already? Over it. We're hey. Over it. We just got stimulated. You over I it? I don't care. I'm over it. Man, it just, hey, look, look. Trump went like that to the economy. <laughs> You know how you put them things it on the shocked chest, them, shocked them man. The it, it shocked the economy. Look, so we got a uh, exclusive, uh, exclusive news yesterday. They said America's opening back up. Man, they didn't say they didn't give us a timeline though. That's so chill out. Like, they didn't give like, us a timeline at all. I thought that was a, a hoodwink. Like, open up America again. I'm like, when though? Look, you know that's that's the next uh, political campaign. <laughs> opening back America. It's at phase three. I'm like, hold up. When is phase three exactly? (laughs) They didn't even give like phase one was going to be two weeks or nothing. They were just like phase one consists of this. Phase one consists of this. Phase two. Look, I feel like we're on the Hunger Games. I was trying to find myself in one of the phases. Like, (laughs) yeah, where do I fit in here? Where does my life go back to normal? What phase? Life, look, I'm going to tell you this. Life will never go back to normal as we know. We will will have a new normal. Yeah, I think, I mean, like at the end of the day, um, just like other diseases and uh, other, I would say, what would we call this, viruses? Yeah. Um, it's a plague. We would just adapt, just like we always that's have. Right. Man, that's it. Adjust. Hey, adjust. Uh, that's what they say. Like, there's two sides, and that's where the protesters are kicking in at, is they say, like, one side, they say, like, yeah, this is really going to wipe some people out. On the other side, they say, if we keep doing this much longer, the whole economy will crash. Yeah, it's so gonna wipe have, out a lot more yeah. people. Hey, the governor in Georgia said, "Let it be. Let it be. <laughs> Let nature take its course." Hey, so, what do y'all think about the governor of uh, what is it? Uh, Texas, New York, New York. Not the governor. Como, huh? Como. What's the his, yeah, the one that? in Texas, he said, "Humans uh, wipe out the virus. Not God. Not nobody else." And then he got it. Did you see that? Oh, really? That's what I seen this morning. There was one. I mean, I guess it's the uh, the governor um, was like. Uh, God didn't get the bring these numbers down. That's what I'm talking about. We did. He's in That's Texas. That's New York. Uh, uh, is that New York? Yeah. Governor, uh, yeah, yeah, Kumo. Oh, yeah, yeah, he don't play. He looks like a mafia boss. He does. Man, yeah, he for does. real. What Definitely. up, Joe Welsh? I think they said he got the corona Joey now. Joe. They I stopped by the office the other day. I had to give me some masks. Some what? Some masks. Is, is Joe the plug? Joe's the plug. Is he? Joe's got... He got uh, camo masks? He was probably like, don't mask. say it live. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I need them. I needed them. Man. He got a Walmart. truck. I got something for you. Anybody got a, Joe's got a truck for sale? He's got a, he's got a, uh. Man, I seen that O2. Big trucks and big bucks. That was an all-purpose truck, wasn't it? Man. It was an all-purpose truck. It was city and country. Man. <laughs> he was a real cowboy. Man. <laughs> he turned into a real country, real country dude. Did he? Yeah, like, got the big beard, big boots, big truck, big bucks. And bald head. 
Bald head. Man, fit right in, huh? Jew, what's your alter ego, bit? What was it? Shout uh, out to Jay's Good Grub. Shout out to Jay's Good Grub. Had them wings last night. Man, man, appreciate what you do for the city, man, putting yourself out there. Everybody, everybody who is out there on the front lines, man, shout out to you guys. I believe that you guys deserve big raises. Yeah, shout out to Walmart workers. Man, that's what I'm saying. And, and Kroger, I mean, all Jew. everybody in the industry. That that serving that stocking them shelves. Oh yeah, you know, they're 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 the real ones. Especially, I'm, I don't mean to cut you off or leave anybody out, but again, the people in the industry, uh, just in general, nurses, healthcare, um, healthcare period, man, man like that's a, they they're, they're playing the role. So a couple of days ago, me and Nick, we started uh, the the closed city open heart initiative, and uh, really, it's just a challenge. It's just a call to you know, even though you may be stuck in your house, it's 2020 and we have technology at our fingertips. So there's no way that you should not be able to pour into somebody else's life, right? Yeah, they didn't let me know about it. Crickets, <laughs> crickets, crickets, crickets. Anyway, but here's the a thing, big y'all. It's the initiative deal. is Closed City, Open Heart. Um, even if it's $10, you can buy a nurse lunch, right? Man, come on. Even Man. if it's, come on. You, know, you just uh, got stimulated. You get, just got stimulated anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what what's stopping stimulated. you? Stimulated, Rob. I don't know if that's a, the correct term. Man, Trump hey, stimulated. You know, that, that's you know what the, he, the y'all know the definition thing, of stimulation. You know the worst thing about the stimulus check is people could actually add up what you get. They was like, yeah, I know you got. <laughs> I know you got about three thousand. Hey, you owe me some money. Hey, let me hold some. Yeah, uh, uh, we know we know Papa Trump. He just made it rain. It was like, oh, you got three kids. That was fifteen hundred on them. Right, there was a pastor that uh, that. Sent out like a mass text message. Yeah. But he was individually labeling them, like as far as like the texts. <laughs> and he said, um, he, he sent it to one of his church members. She posted it on Twitter or whatever. She was like, um, I don't I don't agree with that my pastor should have did this. But he was like, he sent a text message saying, in. Yeah, he was like, Look, girl, come on. I know you just got that stimulus check. You need to go ahead and send that tithe over <laughs> oh, uh, for the kids' school or something like that. And I mean, she was, she was mad about it. But, uh, I mean, what do you think about that? I ain't gonna lie, I ain't paid my tithes in like a month and a half. We know. We I'm got add, you. I'm we adding got it you. up. We got Listen, you on the wow. list. I'm adding it we up get, in my head. He said I'm adding it up. It's Roger on here. It. We got him on the list. His letter's going out. I'm gonna pay it. I'm wow. Pay it. I'm adding it up in my head. I am. I'm gonna pay it. I'm gonna pay it. We gonna we might get a building by the time he pays his tithes. Man, look, I'll give you two hundred <laughs> right now. That ain't not on live. Yeah. Dude, that ain't that ain't that ain't paying tithes. Wow, be quiet. I just now got money out of the bank. Who does that? Julius. Who make Boom. sure that money sanitized, Nick. I know. Boom. Make sure hey, right he, there. look. Pay them tithes. First, that's first an offering. time ever on the podcast. That's an offering, man, yeah. Look, that's a that's man. a that's a new new. I ain't never seen it. Look, he took I it. Ain't. He took it, didn't he? I ain't never seen Oh yeah, wow, he, he gonna take it. it he, he, he tucked it hey, quick like hey, he tucked it like an OG. They gonna get me on live. Hey, he gonna be like, man, look. You see my pastor, he took it. Pastor Nick, make sure you get that money in. Get it in. They gonna get me on live. Man. Hey, that's accountability. Hey, you gonna walk out to that parking lot? They are gonna stick you up. I know. <laughs> <Where the cash laughs> at? I didn't Pastor, hey, pa- Pastor got that pack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Oh man. So, so. Um, hey, I seen these one people. They was rioting at this uh, tax place because they wasn't releasing their stimulus checks. They was rioting. Uh, yeah. yeah, they was outside rioting. They so was like, look, release my check today. What's rioting? <laughs> 
So look, so so here here's my thoughts on it. I do believe that 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 I'm glad that the government stepped in and did, did something, right? But you started rioting. Nah, I ain't gonna rioting. <laughs> but look, so check this out. So look, so everybody needed. I do believe that the American people needed some type of bailout, man. The stories that I've been hearing of these people reaching out for help, you know, from the government, and how the government's been treating people is just outright wrong. When the when the people who want to work cannot work. The government should step in and do something. I agree. I so agree. like so so but but the thing is is so what does it look like on the other side of it? Because for every action there is a reaction. So yes, a lot of this money is gonna go back straight into the economy. It's like, look, dude, I wanna do something for my family, so what I do is hand you money so you can spend it back with me, right? That's yeah, stimulating. For sure. And but the thing is is like so what happens with this other group of people who that money never goes back into the economy. I know one day it's going to filter back into it, but a lot of people are going to be irresponsible with this. They're not going to be. That's what they want you to do. I ain't going to say nothing, but somebody brought a 70 inch TV yesterday. Uh, 70? Not, uh, 70? I didn't say who. What are you doing? 70? That's what they want you to do with it. Nah, they do. They want you to put the money back into the economy. But what I'm saying is there's going to be a whole group of people that are going to be irresponsible with it that see this as like. And I guess that's what you're supposed to do, though. Free money? No, you ain't. You're not supposed to just splurge? You're supposed no, to right I mean, now. If you, you ain't supposed to make it rain. Look, How about that? If your OMU bill is on the red instead of the blue, right. you're supposed to get it out of the red. Because you yeah. know OMU going to get that money. Well, I've seen where they're doing like freezes on certain OMU ain't. loans. And if your landlord is behind. OMU ain't. You know, he done, you know, he knocked on your door probably yesterday. Yeah, no, somebody had a post up. They were, they were do talking about. Do not pass, about, go. Freeze Look. like freezes on on different accounts, and they're saying like, if you don't take that money and spend it wisely as far as paying your bills yeah. off, whenever they come to collect, it ain't gonna be no. All right, we're gonna give you a thirty day extension. We're gonna give you a sixty day shame. extension. Shame, it's gonna be yeah. It's gonna shame be on like, them. Shame, shame on if you are a landlord, if you are a business owner, because. Yes, the American people are getting a stimulus check. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, they are giving big, big bailouts to people who own companies. Rob, I get that. But I'm talking about three or four months later down the road when all this is over with and they take the freezes off and you ain't paid nothing and you got money. Oh, yeah, you got to pay man. something. But what, on, I'm, what I'm saying is, is you got to give a break where a break is due. If 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 Jew is renting, if Jew's renting for me, what do if, they do? If Jew's renting for that, landlords are getting bailouts. That's what I'm saying. If you own, if you own, and I'm not saying that they're getting free money at the same time, but if Julius, if he rents for me, and I'm able to get a forgivable loan that I don't have to pay back, and I get my money, but I'm still looking for you to pay me, that's not right. It should it should always funnel down. I don't know if my mortgage company gave a bailout. No, I, ain't heard I, it. I know OMU dang. <laughs> I know OMU. I mean, uh, Kennedy collected. Oh uh, yeah, they ain't playing. Um, um, my mortgage took cha ching. Swoosh. It went like yeah. that. It went like the Nike swoosh. Swoosh. <laughs> yeah, it took it out. Oh, it's yeah. out of here, it man. Stop. So I mean, I just continued on. And I'm, I'm definitely. We're all fortunate that we're in a position where we don't, you know, have to be struggling. Because I thought about like what would happen. Especially like, Nick. If I was in that position where I didn't have any money down, I couldn't pay my bills, and we didn't get a stimulus check, like, what would happen? You go into survival mode. Man, it you is. go. Hey, look, we start flipping it. Some survival mode don't people, look like others. A lot of people. A lot of people's gonna get. Flip. A lot of people's gonna get that stimulus check, and I'm telling you, they're gonna flip it. They're gonna call. They're gonna call the plug and be like, "Look, I got what I owe you, and I want some more." <laughs> 
right? Yeah. Because yeah. because they're thinking this is not going to be enough money to get me by, and it's all yeah. and it, and it's all it's kind of like bringing out the worst. It's going to bring out the worst in people because you're going to revert no doubt. back no doubt. To, to to natural, you know what you know best. Yeah, Somebody sure. said my landlord called me yesterday. <laughs> look, they know the landlord knew. Hey, look. It's like, hold up, I know you got it. Look, but they I, can't file an eviction notice, can they? Uh, Probably right now, since you got the pro- stimulus. Look, they can file an eviction notice, but I'm I'm guaranteeing they ain't gonna be able to get you out of there because that has to go through a whole process through the courts, all of that. And courts are shut down at the moment. Uh, they're not they're not having court. I don't, I don't, they, yeah, the city's still shut down, right? They're not having court or anything. But here's, I think they are. No, they're not. But I think the problem is not. I don't think they're having court. Huh. Like the problem, I believe, is uh, like we do sympathize with people who are struggling, but at the same time, I think we should you should be well prepared for an emergency to happen in your oh, life. Oh yeah, and it should show you. So, and I know some people do live paycheck to paycheck. I have for you know I did for a long time. But I mean, even if you can only save twenty dollars a week, that yeah. twenty dollars a week would have came in handy. What right is now. this? this oh, what, what's the what's the average? Like the average American. Um, the the it, average American doesn't have seventy uh, percent of Americans don't have a thousand dollars in a savings. I thought account. it was four hundred dollars. That if they encountered a yeah, four hundred dollars. Oh yeah, that's what it is. If a four hundred dollar American. Hey, real quick, if you're an essential worker, a uh, nurse, you work at Walmart retail, something like that. Uh, drop your cash app name in the um, yeah, please. The Ooh, box. great idea. Drop it, drop it, drop it. Drop That's why I got him here it, for it, for them ideas. Yeah, for and sure. yeah, if you're a nurse, we would love to bless a nurse or a healthcare worker today with lunch. Man, close city, open heart initiative, Man. and not just us. If you were in position to bless somebody else, which you are, if you if you got ten dollars, trust me, there's somebody that that is praying for a dollar. There's somebody that needs a pack of Marlboro Lights. No, that's bad timing. That, that was that was a, that was bad. Time. It's Mister Irregular Strength himself right there, man. That's that's funny. All right, so look, so I, I wanted to I wanted to kind of catch you guys up on on my week. So look, I don't watch too much TV, right? Oh, uh, we go. But when I do, me and my wife we cuddle in bed and we we watch TV. And like she's like my play by play analysis because I don't I analyst play by play analyst okay, so I, I don't watch tv like i don't i don't just sit there and just watch it like i'm doing other stuff but i'm trying to watch tv so so i'm always asking her like look what's going on right so this week this week we watched a documentary together All right. and i highly recommend it it's called the staircase but one thing that i took from this and i heard it last night we ended it we ended the documentary last night and this this lawyer got up and said something, man, and 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 it, and it shook me. And I wanted to see what you guys thought about it, and see what you guys thought about the justice system in America. We all have been through the system. We all have been trapped in the system. We all have made excuses why we stayed in the system. I mean, it's just that ugly cycle. But what they said was, look, if you are when you're um, when you're uh, accused, what do they call it? When when you're convicted, not convicted. Accused. Like when you said. you got a charge. Yeah. Yeah. So I charged you with this, right? Yeah. In America, you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. So what happened is, is um, so they went through the whole process, and um, at the end, he put in a Alfred plea, which an Alfred plea is saying, "Look, I'm not pleading guilty to this." That's what I got. Right. So I'm just saying, look, I'm I want I want to be done with this, right? Yeah. But the lawyer stood up and said, "This in America, when you go to trial because you know you're innocent." The jury or the judge does not does not stand up and say you're innocent. They say you're not guilty, which is a big difference. Because if I'm innocent, I'm innocent. That means I didn't do it. 
being found not guilty is saying that they have beyond a reasonable doubt to, to know that you did not do this. But they don't stand up and say you're found innocent. They, they stand up and say that you're found not guilty. And that bothers me. Yeah. Because if I'm innocent, and also, furthermore, if you are charged with a crime in America and you're found not guilty like they, like they say, still on your record. it's still on your record. And I promise you, when you go to get a job, they're going to look at you sideways. If you have a murder conviction and you go to be a teacher, even though you was found not guilty, it's still going to show uh, up. Yeah, so, so and that's not right. Check this. I mean, I was found guilty. I did it. I, you know, I paid my debt back to society. But I found myself at, uh, whenever I was in treatment at Friends of Centers, trying to get a job. Like, and I'm fired up. I'm. This is the first time in my life that I am excited about a job, that I will, I'm willing to do whatever I need to do to provide for my family and do it right. And I had this opportunity where this guy came to me and was like, hey, I'll give you a job, fill out the application, get it in. It's, it's pretty much locked. And I'm like, this is a good job. Like, Man. Almost like an office job to where, like, you know, there's, there's benefits to this. And, you know, I filled my application out, went through the interview process. And, and before I told him, like, look, I got a criminal history. Like, oh, you I'm, was up front I'm, with I'm up front with you. Like, he's like, oh, just get it in. I got you. I'll take care of it. All this stuff. And, man, don't you know, I went through the whole process, turned everything in, did the interview. And I'm serious. Like, all he told me was, you didn't get the job. And he, uh, like, from there on, he always looked at me sideways. Oh, I want to talk about this moment because right here in this moment is when a lot of people revert back oh, yeah, to yeah, what they right. know. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen, yeah, it's right. I've seen family members in that moment put one foot forward to get faced with with the situation like that to get to get pushed ten steps back because you know they they were they were trying they was wanting to do something but because this happened. And they could not get that job, or they said, "Look, because of your criminal record, you can still work here." I seen one of my family members. They said, "Look, you can still work here, but you're going to work here as a temp because of your record." Yeah, and I was like, "Wow!" Uh, Here's a true story. When I got out, I was trying to do the right thing for a little bit of time, and I went and got this job. And I told the manager straight up, I said, "Hey, I got a felony," and she was like, "Uh, "No big deal. I know you know there's people here with felonies. Don't even." put it down on your uh, application. So I did, and I went through the process. I got the job. I was working there for about three weeks. It was in Rockport, and it was a good job. It was like $15 an hour. Yeah, he's and then bread. One day they pulled, they pulled, and I quit the other job because I was honest. Like, I would did everything I was supposed to do. Right. Hey, I have a felony. I just want to tell you up front. This was the hiring manager, and she said, don't worry about it. Uh, I'm going to get you in there. So about three weeks later, I'm working this job. I'm loving it. You know, I'm hyped up telling, you know, uh, man, my uh, wife, who, who she's my wife now, like, hey, this is a new leave. I like this job. And three weeks later, the main GM pulled me in and he said, hey, man, I'm sorry. I know you've been a great worker and, and have never been uh, late and you always stay later, but we're going to have to let you go because of your prior felony. Man. And I was like, what do you mean? I told her that. and, and uh, I was up front. I was up front. And, and I he, didn't want to be. And he said, man, I know, but, you know, it's just our policy here. That's the crazy thing is whenever, you know, they're on the other side of the table. So it don't really bother them that, you know, you quit your job. You got a family to provide for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're in uh, some extreme situations where, you know, whether the courts are making you keep a job. And 
how hard it's going to be for you to find another job after you, you know, oh, you yeah. to quit that job. So to them, it don't even matter. They're like, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're just another. They'll replace you. Yeah, I'm sorry. yeah, you're, man. You're uh, what do they call it? Whenever you're um, not replaceable, but uh, you're expendable. Yeah, yeah. So my my, I got a million problems with the justice system, but my main problem is there is no light at the end of the tunnel for yeah. most people with felonies. Man. So for me, I caught my one and only felony at 18. I'm 33 now, and I still have to answer on why what happened when I was 18 years uh, old. Oh, you're still feeling it. And I do so, believe that you'll always pay for your consequences. You'll always, even right? Even if I went to be a basketball coach, you know, let's just say I did that one time. I wanted to be a kid, just a volunteer coach. Wasn't paid, wasn't. I was just like, man, I want to be an impact on these kids. And they pulled me in and was like, I'm sorry, you can't do this. You have a felony. And just like with my, you know, with your kids' school or anything, one of the first things they say is, "Oh yeah, hey, me, we would love for y'all to volunteer, record. but here's a background check, and which I do understand. But for some people, this should be a light at the end of the tunnel. Officer, it should be a, you know, and I know one guy, he got a felony for trafficking, and he's a he's a he's a pillar in the community now, and I won't say his name." But uh, he's a pillar in the community, and he really wasn't even trafficking. He was a, a drug user who was around another drug user, and he knew where to find some pills at. Yeah. So they labeled him a drug trafficker. Oh, yeah. Because he just knew where to find the pills for both of them at. Yeah. And now he has to live with, he had to live with this stigma of, I have trafficking on my record. And it, really, he just went through a, a few years of addiction. And that's just like at 18, when I caught my one and only felony, I'm 33 now. I don't care if I'm 38 and that's going to be, you know, 22 years. I'm still going to have a felony on my record. Oh yeah, you're still going to you're still going to pay for for that. And that's the thing, that's the biggest problem I have with our justice system. If you pay your debt, if the, if the courts find you guilty and they say, "Here is here's your consequence for for being found guilty for this crime that we accused you of." You pay your debt to society. I believe that once you pay your debt, that means that you should be get a new fresh start. That means that there is a second chance in life. And they say, look, we'll give you a second chance. But one thing I think that they fail to realize is when you're sitting in front of an employer. Or you get a house. Or you oh, yeah. or you go to get anything. It's going to follow you. Didn't and that it affect shouldn't. you, Jude? So, so to add to that. Like on Did, top didn't of, that affect you with the house at one time? Yeah, that affected me with the house at, at one time. So, like, on top of... You know, us, like, on top of me not being able to, um, I say, get a job that I wanted, um, of course, I had to go find other jobs that were labor, I mean, uh, tough jobs, right? But another obstacle I ran into was, you know, even going and renting. So once I got a job and I got established and, you know, like, I'm in a better position financially. I remember, like, our first time going to rent a house. You know, we were, like, at the time, you know, seven years ago, we were living in the projects, you know. And I wanted to move my family out of the projects. Man. I didn't want my kids to, you know, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. But I wanted to give my kids a better life, right? So, um, we are going and we're, you know, we're meeting with different, uh, renters and, uh, we found a house that we liked, you know, and, and my wife called me, I'm at work. I'm I actually, I'm at my second job and I was able to step away to come check this house out. And I met the landlord 
And uh, the landlord was like, so, you know, the kind of, you know, we went through the house and, you know, was talking about, you know, when, when we could move in and things like that. She was, so she said, last question, she's like, y'all don't have any felonies, do y'all? And I was like. Trying to do the right thing. You know, trying, trying to, to do the right honest. thing. Man, hey, you had to think about no, that. So like after, after I, no. So what happened was after I left, Heaven was finishing up the conversation and she said, um, y'all don't have any felonies, do y'all? And she was like, uh, my husband, my husband has a, a felony that was like four years ago and he was trafficking marijuana. And the lady said, yeah, figures. And we already knew, like, one, we wouldn't get the house, but we already You know knew. what that means. Yeah, we didn't want to, we didn't want to. When you hear that. Yeah. So, so for me, I do understand, you know, there should be a certain, like, if I'm a renter, I do want to know who I'm renting to. That's right. But at the same token, there is no light. There is no. You know, even if it was 10 years and, man, you had to, you know, have community, uh, people write letters on your behalf, you had to stay, you know, out of trouble for five years or 10 years or however long you had to pay the certain fine. Even if you had to do those obstacles, right now there's nothing. There's just, man, if you had a felony, you had a felony. Man. It's on there forever. And that, that's why I say that the justice, the justice system that's why I'm thankful for the position that we're in because we have a voice. God's given us a platform now. So when we see a problem, my big thing in life is I always want to try to be a gap filler. I always want to try to fill a gap. So if we see the problem and we sit back, Martin Luther King uh, Jr. said, you know, silence is the biggest enemy of Nick. You remember the rest of it? Basically, uh, I forgot what he said. But, but being, being, yeah. being silent is just a, a as, as just a big as of a crime. Yeah. yeah. As not doing um, anything, and so like with, with with Julius, right? So like Julius has been in front of the mayor, has been in front of the city um, commissioner and, and the the committee multiple times. So so if if we was to just sit back and not do anything, that's just as big as a, a crime as the justice system doing these people wrong. Oh yeah, I've oh. been on forums and you know I was able to speak to leaders in our state and you know address this problem. And unfortunately, um, it's all about who you know. Man, and that's you the know? thing. That documentary also said this. He, he said, what do people do? What, what, what do some people do that don't have money? Because his lawyer fee was so much money. His, his lawyer cost, you know, huge amounts of money. And he asked his brother, like, what do people without money do? That they they my, get trapped. That was my second problem is... If you have money or if you don't have money or because of who you know and who you don't know determines the length of the time you get or don't get. And there's no way that should be possible because, you know, even in my case, maybe if I would have had a paid lawyer, I would probably got probation. You know, both of my co-defendants got probation. If I would have, you know, knew the right person, I probably would have only spent a month in jail. Get in the mic. But because I didn't know the right person and I had a public defender who, by the way, they're overworked and I don't blame them. Man, underpaid But I took 10 years and I never met, I never seen my lawyer. It's because you took that plea deal because plea deals are easier and quicker and get you in and throughout the system. I also started watching a documentary last night on, on back in the nineties when all, when the crack epidemic hit, they said that, that you could be convicted on a stranger pointing you out and saying, I seen him do it. But, and but you were found guilty. Do, but here's what they do to mm. you. They said, okay, they offer me 10 years at 85%. So they scare you. 
And oh, yeah, you start day, shaking. The next day, they came back and they said, all right, we got one more deal for you. And that's it. You got 24 hours to answer this deal. Or you're going to trial where <laughs> we're going to give tomato. you 20 years. They said you could take 10 years at 20%, but you got to answer this today. So think about 18, 18 years old. Yeah, 18. Man. What you're going to and that's that's what I don't like about the justice system is that there's not a fair scope of if I get caught with x amount of, you know, drugs, I get this amount of time or if I get It's this not fair a, all the way across the board. Yeah, it's not fair all across a certain crime should say Okay, you get this much time. And Regardless of It doesn't, it doesn't matter color. what color you are. It doesn't matter your economic status. It doesn't matter who you know. Your lawyer. If you sell this amount of drugs, you get this amount of time. If you get caught with a gun, you get this amount of time. It doesn't matter who you are, who you know, who your lawyer is across the board. That's what you get. And that's not the fairest circumstances today. And it's just not fair. And I, 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 I totally agree, man. I think that, you know, just like I was saying, you know, back in the nineties when that epidemic came through and there was, there was a bunch of drive-bys there was a, was a bunch of killings. These kids was just running around because it was, it was all after the chase of money. Right. So the love of money is the root of all evil. That's what the word tells us. So people can be so obsessed with money. We was like that. We would, oh, yeah. I'm telling you, we would do anything for money, even if it was to hurt somebody. And that's sure. sickening. But at the same time as these, these, these young kids at the time, especially out in LA and the bigger cities, but the, the, the DA was putting so much pressure on the police officers and the courts to, to get these people, to get these convictions that they would accept anything as, as like an eyewitness, as a conviction. And all somebody had to say was point you out and you was done. And they was giving people life sentences Man, just off crazy. somebody just pointing them out and saying, I seen him do it. They didn't even have to have no evidence. And think about this. So And there's millions of people still sitting in there today because of that. So think about this. And although That's I did crazy. I did commit a crime, at eighteen years old, I don't even know if you have the mental capacity to really even understand what you're doing. Man, I didn't really understand understand so, what I was doing until there's no way you do. So think about, hey, I'm telling you, I'm 34 years old. I still ain't grown. So think I'm about, so think still about, growing up. We started dibbling and dabbling in drugs at probably like 13, 14 years old. Nick, it was before that. We don't even have the mental, oh, yeah. the breakdown mindset to say, man, do you even know the the weight of what you're doing and what it can bring? Man. We're not even weighing that at that well, time. There's no I mean, way. Like we're already at a disadvantage because Especially how America glorifies our environment drugs, yeah. right? Yeah, our environment at the age of like the way our mind processes things, like it's already established the way we process things by the age of seven. So if our environment is chaotic and dysfunctional It says it's okay to do this. And it says it's okay to do this. Oh, so yeah. by the age of seven, our our minds are already programmed to process things a certain way. So think about that. If our if our minds are, are are by the age of seven are already ready to are already established to process a certain way at the age of seven, and we're in a dysfunctional environment, think about how long it's going to take us to for our, to reprogram our minds. Oh like, yeah. And then think. I want you to think about this. How many success stories do you know that you had to look up to? That was a doctor or a lawyer or someone that Man, had made zero. it. So like, are the people we looked up to? Guess who I looked up to. John Gotti, Scarface, yeah. Man. Uh, Frank Lucas, Fr the rappers, Frank Man. Lucas, um, you know, uh, older people in the community that was out selling yeah. drugs. Hey, look, there was no opposite of that to us. There was no, hey, man, do you see this guy in our community? Community that 
man, he's a doctor now and he's pouring into these kids. Or I mean, you see this guy that he's he's doing this now and he's he's driving a nice car, yeah. but he's still coming around to check on the neighborhood. Most of the time, you got your drug dealers that are throwing parties and, yeah. and man, Thanksgiving baskets, and thanks- Easter baskets. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, hey, our the, the the I would say that our uh, our chances was zero to one hundred. Yeah. Of doing something different other than what our environment told us was true. I remember, look, I check this out. I remember, like, what the most attractive thing that I seen was, and I, I still remember, like, it was yesterday. I was about 12, and I was at uh, the Dust Bowl. And one of my family members pulled up in one of the flyest vehicles I've ever seen, and they got out, and everybody's attention. It was like slow motion, wasn't it? Yeah, everybody's attention just what did that do to your young gravitated guy? towards them pulling up. Man. And when they got out of the car, it was almost like something that you would see in a music video. And You he, felt it. They he hit walked it. up to me and pulled out one of the biggest knots of money I've ever seen and broke me off some bread, and I said, that's what I want to be. That, that is who I want to be. You know what I, I mean? want. I want. I want the. I want the lights. I want anything that comes with it because that 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 piece that moment in time was worth any consequence I was willing to face. Right? Because yeah. it was so attractive. They made it look so attractive and so easy. Well, the, the I think the way the, the the enemy and the way that life played it out. Like, oh man! The enemy set it up so like because I remember like maybe a couple months before that. Uh, another family member said, "Do you do you realize that the chances of you going to the NBA or the NFL are slim?" And it was like the chances of you going is like slim to none. Like, Man, it's very rare to see a person go to the NBA or NFL. And that's what I'm saying. So and if that kind of shattered me. Man, if your environment and, tells you that, you know, another thing is, so when somebody told me that. I ended up telling that to one of my best friends and shattered his dreams. Then the music you listen to? Yeah. Then it the music, all tells so. you. So think about like, and not saying, like when, when Young Jeezy came out. Oh. So think about that. Man. On, on, Man. Top, of what yeah. you, on, on top of what you already look up to as this is what success is, then the music you listen to tells you that you can do it or not do it based on, you know, you can get a, a, a pack and flip it and think make about more this. money. And you can be the man. Think about this, Nick. You're standing in the middle of a jungle. And the jungle around you is the, the, the entire time is telling you what to be, who to be, what you can get away with, how you need to do it. Everything is pointing to this one direction. That's why the, 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 the chances of somebody coming out of that environment are slim to none. Even when I went to college, you know how I went to college? It was, um, hey, do you think you're going to sign up for college? Uh, I guess. I guess it wasn't no. <laughs> it wasn't like no. you were going to college. You're gonna graduate. Like we it was, wasn't that. We was more prone to listen to the music that we were. The, Man, the, that was the influence. The influence of music superseded the influence of anybody in the community that ever tried to speak positivity. Oh, the voices was way louder. So, like, I remember a song. Uh, it's by like Shardy Lowe. He says, um, he says, uh, hold on. But even I'm shawty low, I'm ten toes down, up the sideline trying to stay in bounds. I just bought a hundred, and I just touched down. Called a man again. It's time to re up now. And I remember those lyrics as in, man, I'm about to re up this pack. You seen it play no, out? I seen it in my remember, head. I'm like, I'm I about remember, to. I remember when Jew was on that Yo Gotti. Man, look, I transformed into a whole other person. <laughs> Anything the they music, say, dude, that's what you did. The music transformed, and I listened to that, and I took it as gold. That was like, true. Instead uh, of somebody saying like, you're gonna go to college. You're going to get your education. You're going to have a family. 
No, I'm listening to the to the to the pure cocaine. Man, but to the, the, to the, it was pure truth. Here's the crazy yeah, thing. Pure truth. It's because your little mind can't even see the other side of the destruction it's gonna bring. Hey. You can't even see how much time people are gonna do around you. Like I remember when I went to jail and Jew was like, Man, I always hated it because I felt like I should have been there with you. Yeah. Or I felt like you did a crime. And we both should have went down. Man. You know, and I remember you was kind of hard on yourself because you was like. I can't believe I, I let Nick go I with still it. think about it. You oh, would, yeah. You would, you would have was like, if I was with Nick, we wouldn't have got caught because we would have. We, that's a lie. Know, we, uh, we if he was there, y'all both would have been but, locked no, up. Yeah. But you would have been. But that's how you thought. Like, yeah. I would have stayed solid. Like, I wouldn't have said nothing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, look, check and this I out. I should have been the one with Nick. What it is, is it's pure truth. No cut. Yeah. 100% truth. No cut. That, and that's that truth is Hunter, so loud. What you're talking about, like that 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 pure truth, that that environment that you grew up in, and the, the things that you experienced was so true in your life that you seen no other way out. That you didn't see, man. Maybe I can, maybe I can go to the army. Did y'all ever hear go to the army growing up? Mm-mm. No, uh, nobody. Look, no, my time, mom. The only time I heard, I'm sorry. The only look, time I ever heard go to the army, man. We got in trouble. My mom was like, I'm, I'm, I'm about to go see if you can go to the army. I'm like, mom, they don't do that no more. To get out of trouble. That was back look, in the look, '80s. Look. <laughs> they, they don't want to. We ain't in war time. I'm gonna tell you this though, and this goes back to once you're branded, as far as like you're in the system, you're in the system because my last, my last hope for any kind of help was uh, after I got kicked out of college, I was down here and I got into like prescription pills and all this stuff. So I knew things were going, getting crazy. And I, I woke up one morning and I'm like, something's got to change. Man. What can I do? And I said, I'm going to go sign up for the army so I can structure all these things. And I, at this time, all I had was a possession of marijuana charge. Man. So the only thing I knew was to go sign up for the army. I was dead serious. I went down to the um, to our local branch, and I was talking to him. I'm like, look, I want to sign up. I want to get out of here. Whatever I need to do, this is going to change my life. I knew it was going to change my life. Yeah. And um, he asked me, do I, did I have any any charges? Man, we're back to that same, we're back to that said, same scenario. Uh, I said, uh, I got a possession of marijuana charge. He said, I'm sorry, man, you can't sign we're up. We're back to that same situation when you were sitting across from that employer and that employer told you the same words. So now, look, the desk the desk just changed, right? The person sitting on yeah. the other side is telling you. Everybody in your life is telling you, man, I'm sorry, I can't do nothing for you. Oh, this was before the, the, the job is situation. But what I'm saying is, is, is it's the same kind oh, yeah. of situation. It's just, it's just, You're sitting across from somebody and they're telling you no. We can't yeah. help you. We can't but, help you. But peep this. All of our lives growing up, guess who the people in our... Uh, area they look up to the same people they look up to BMF Scarface oh man John Gotti it's so attractive Purple City Bird Gang all these people who's that look, Dipset uh. all these people you know but like look at BMF story they, they don't, don't see the other they, side they don't see the rise and the fall of yeah. BMF they don't see dude's the, still in prison man right. still in prison like, but they still paint a pretty but, picture but of even him even like Rick Ross look at how he says like I'm Pablo Pablo's dead. Yeah. He got shot on top of a roof. Yeah, yeah. they they think that. Look, I'm telling like, you, man. Is, what is glorifying? The real Noriega. He man. will be a hundred favors. Man, I love glorification pure of truth. Pure Pablo truth. Escobar died on a roof get, being shot. Yeah, running for his life. What is the glorification yeah. of that? Look, Nick, but for somebody that's in those environments like we was in, that looked appealing. That was our out. Yeah. Because we knew that we could find those drugs somewhere close by. Nobody would ever know. And we could make our own money. So that's why it was so attractive. That was the most easily that was the avenue. thing, right? That's it. That was the avenue. Yeah. That Jude, was our out. Jude, so, Jude probably never had a problem. He probably wouldn't have a problem today 
and calling somebody up and saying, "Drop me off a pack." Oh, not, not oh. even that. But what if what if what if that recruiter would have been like, you know what, son? I'm, I'm gonna give you a chance. chance. Man, so, that's all so we needed. Here's the crazy thing about it. That's all we needed. Is, is at that time, the only people that were willing to help are the people that were going to be my compromise. Man. So the people that you would think that would help you get a leg up and to change your life around, those weren't the people that actually helped. The help came in another form, which was more compromising. So, Man, here, let me um, give you this pack. Let me give you this pack. And every single time, every time I found myself in a point where I was desperate, trying to do something different, the crazy thing about it is there was always someone there. Like whenever I, okay, whenever I found out I was having Milo, right? And I was like, look, I'm, 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 I'm going to change. Me, me and Heaven went through this whole spiel and we had Mila and I tried to get a job and I was working and boom, the plug hit me up and it was so, it was so easy just easy, to say, man, yeah, easy and drop this off. So convenient. And you know, cause you could make a lot of money, right? Man, I, I made more money than I've ever made. Man, it was, it was super like, easy. It was easy. And again, those were the people that were quick to help me out instead of somebody saying, but until, and I, I can't say that always, until I was ready, I, and I think ultimately my heart had to be ready to say, look, I'm done. Oh, yeah, I'm you got to go through done. so much. You, so, and, that, and that's the bad part about it is you got to go through so much hurt to realize, man, I, I done got, I, I done went way off track. I done, from, from trying to help my daughter just buy my daughter diapers because that's the picture that they paint, man, I'm just trying to help my kids. Yeah. I'm just trying, I'm, I'm trying to do what I got to do. You got to do what you got to do to take care of your family. Which, which is a lie because you can go to work despite any no you've been told. You can find you a job. You can't. There are people that are willing to help you. But because that avenue was so easy yeah. and, and so just glorified, that that's the avenue that, 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 not, that, that I would say 10 out of 10 kids in that environment is going to take. Because it I, makes me so yeah. sick in our community that people glorify these people, man. And, you know, they drive around in nice cars and it's all fool's gold. Yeah. Because if you um, added up how much time they did, uh, most of these people done did 10, 13, 14 years. Yeah, more yeah, than life. Been, been in shootouts, been in. So what's the collateral damage of that nice car? Is it ain't worth it, I promise you. And you and everybody else around you done did so much time and missed out on so much life. Nick, we've seen the other side. We, 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 today, nowadays, look, this is some truth for you. This is the pure truth. This is that no cut that I'm telling you about. I want to show you the other side of it. We, we, we get to experience the other side of it. To have your sister call you and to see your 18-year-old nephew who has been, been shot due to this violence, due to chasing money, that is pure truth. That's the end of it. Yeah. That, that's how it ends. Do you see these documentaries? You see how Scarface ended up? Yeah. He ended up in a shootout. That is that is truth for you. And if somebody would have told us, here's some truth for your life, and we, I, we did have our stepdad tell us, he, he was like, look, you keep going down this road. It but was at already that time, too late. It, yeah. we, we already tasted it. We already it was, too, it was it was too late for him to try to teach us anything because we already got a taste of man. I can just call so and so, get me get me whatever I want, and make some money on my own. You can't tell me nothing because when your environment. It shows you one thing. So, like, even with, you know, our family, I got six brothers, and all six of my brothers have been in prison. Man, 100% success so, rate. Like, if, Jew, if you looked at everybody around you, probably you and your, all, you know, all your cousins, I know they've done That time. was the big thing. Yeah. That so was the big like, thing in your family, right? Yeah, what I mean, like, would be the biggest thing about it? We, we, what was, the, op on what was, was like, the opposite of somebody that could. Automatics, pack I, I, yeah. I text Rob this the other day. 
there's hardly anybody that ever comes alongside of you and puts their arm around you. But but that's says, what I'm talking about. And says, man, I'm here for you. So, like, I couldn't even do basic things when I got out of jail. I remember, like, thinking about writing a check. And I didn't really know how to write a, a, a check right. I, did. I didn't know how to balance a check. <laughs> yeah, but, I did. But, <laughs> but, like, I didn't know how to, like, go to the bank and set up yeah. a bank account. Like, yeah. Well, no, the point I'm trying—I was trying to make was like I drove a car with no license for a year because yeah. I didn't even think about going. But there's to get a people. License. There was people out there that were willing to help. But that's why we need as many people on on board Man. as possible to be out sharing the, the gospel Man. and the good news, and and people out in the community helping because, like, there's other there's more kids that are going to grow up just like we did that need help they need a, a helping hand that believes a lot yeah if we don't step in and do something about it they're gonna live live the same life and they may not come out of it like we did they may Man. not be fortunate enough to to have a, a life like we have and and that's what i was gonna bring up for is, everybody is, that comes out there's more that's stuck right we're, yeah we're, we, we were searching we were Dude, searching that, in the that. wrong places guys um and look here's a funny story real quick so before I knew about Friends of Sinners, so let me get, we got having technical difficulties. Before I knew about Friends of Sinners, no. um, before I knew about Friends of Sinners, I remember had, there was a daycare right across the street from. Hold on, guys. That was just the enemy. We was going yeah, in. Man. <laughs> Put some elbow grease on that, son. And I would also say, and I would also <laughs> say, like to their parents, man, like get your kids out of it's that environment. Off. Yeah. So I think too, totally we always searched, we always searched for uh, those things and help in the wrong places. But I remember when I was at, um, I was sitting right in front of Friends of Centers, and I was waiting for Heaven to get off of work. She's working at this daycare, and I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm smoking. I'm, uh, I'm sitting there and I'm smoking and I'm like, um, I'm smoking, you know, some marijuana and I see these guys come out of this, this house and I didn't know what this place was. And I just, there was a couple of vans out there and there's like a group of them. And one, I knew one of the guys that came over the street and he was like, Hey man, what's up? I'm like, what's up? He's like, nothing trying to, you know, live a different life. And, and I'm like, what is this place? He's like, Oh, this is a, a Christ center recovery program that helps, you know, helps people get back on their feet. And he was like, you should come play softball with us sometime. And I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just kind of blew him off. But I was thinking in my head, I was like, man, I'll never be like them. Man. I'll never. It didn't I'll look never attractive. never be like it. And it didn't look attractive, you know. So there, that could have been an out for me. So sometimes man. guys got to understand your out is right there in your face, and you're too blind to see it. That's right. You don't want to take it. You don't want to even recognize it. I'll so, tell you why. Because it take it. it it's going to take a, a, a foot a, a, a footstep in that direction and it's going to take a little bit of work and that's one thing we ain't used to that's what I, that's that's the difference is i wasn't used to the work that i had to put in to that's live it. on the other side of life this the peaceful because i would i would try to quit selling drugs or i would try to quit living a certain way but the opposite way for me i didn't know how to piece together in a long-term sustainable you know uh work ethic or whatever Man. that three months would go by and I would just give up. It was boring. It was that much easier to just Man. call somebody because I would get behind on my bills or something. I'll be like, man, I guess I'm getting it back It goes back in. to pain. It was foreign to us. And what it was is I wasn't okay with myself 
So, like, I wasn't okay with saying, humbling myself. I had so much pride, and it was false pride because I remember, like, me and Drew walked into the club one night, and we had the big bottle. And I remember the feeling. Big bottle, uh, boys. I remember the feeling of everybody looking at us like, man, how'd y'all get in with that big bottle? Yeah. But what it really uh, broke down to was I just wasn't okay with myself. That's yeah. what it is. I wasn't okay with who I was deep down yeah, inside. Yeah. I would, and that's where that false pride kicks in. Like today, to take care of my family, I'd get a job at Rallies. I'd get man. a job at McDonald's. Anything. I'd get a job at Arby's. I would walk there if it meant taking care of my family. Hey, so. But that was that false pride before. Like, man, you ain't gonna see. Me. I ain't gonna get no job in no McDonald's. That's right. You ain't gonna yeah. see me in there. What yeah. you think I am? Look, yes. so so speak and then to all your friends will make fun of you. Like, uh, yeah, Be, because because it was the same friends that was in the same position that you was in. So yep. think about that. You didn't have nothing calling you higher. You didn't have nobody pulling you up. But real quick before we head out, speak to the speak to the 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 year old us. What would you tell them? Hey, if you want to keep living this lifestyle, you better get ready. Get your seatbelt on. Get your crash uh, dummy helmet on because it's it's about to get rough. You know, um, but nothing's going to change until That's the, it. the pain of changing becomes greater. Or the pain of staying the same becomes Man. greater than the pain of change. McNugget. McNugget. One thing I would like to say is true sustaining success comes slow. So yeah. anything built Man. fast Come is on. on sinking sand. Anything built fast will not last the test of time. Man, true trust the process. success comes slow. So... Work your way, build your way. You 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 will um, respect it more in the end. Money comes fast, money goes fast. Man, if right? I could, um, if, if, sure if we could, if we could go back to the Rolling Heights, I remember we used to sit around that uh, that little bench thing, that little playground area, man. And we used to sit there and dream, and we would have these crazy dreams and aspirations of what we wanted to be and who we wanted to be. And all it was was like, man, how can we take the quickest shortcut to get there? And if I could go back and speak to those young men that was sitting around that park, I would say, look, you, 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 you can live a different way. I would, I would speak into their lives and tell them, you don't have to take this, this road that you're wanting to go down. I know it looks attractive, but it's, it's, a, uh, it's a rabbit hole, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's fool's gold. It's a, it's a mirage. It, it, it looks nice, but it's fake. There's no substance there. So when they say that the only two options are end up in debt or in jail, that's the truth of it. Yeah. That's the truth of it. Let's well, start, we let's start showing it some gonna truth. To me. It That's what it is. Oh yeah, me. yeah. We're the uh, we're we're what they call the yeah. We're the exception. We're the, we're we're smarter. But every single time, I'm telling you, the streets, man, a hundred to one. They're what they're hundred percent. Uh, streets are undefeated. That's right. That's undefeated. Right. That's right. The streets will win. So. 10 out of 10 times. Man, that's it. So know that you don't have to go down that road. Know that yeah. there's a different way. And I'm so thankful that we have this platform, that we have a, ch a chance to be able to speak into some young men's life because the jungle's still the same. The jungle's still showing them. Look, you you, you come over here. It's it's still appealing to them. It, it's still yeah. showing them. Look, look. I got, I got 20 different doors you can come in. Open one of them, and you'll experience the, the box that I've been having waiting for you the whole time. And oh, think yeah. about this. When Jews started living life the right way, man, <laughs> that's when he found true success. Oh, yeah. And it was so, the ripple effect. Like if you see Jews' house now, like it ain't nothing but farmland outside of his uh, the A whole back door. lot of farmland. You know what peace that is? He thought he could only obtain success by cheating the cult. Oh, yeah. And by, because by cheating the system by selling drugs, man. Cheat. And because Jews Jew did it, you got everything you ever yeah. wanted. 
by just working hard and building slowly, right? Man. All glory. And because Jew did it, he showed us, look, I'm, I'm, I'm normal. I'm still Jew. I'm still the same one that we did all this craziness with. But because he did it, he showed us that there was a different way to live, right? I remember yeah. that moment in our lives. So you ain't got to go down that road. You guys got anything before we head out? And I just think uh, what I heard what Jew was about to say, all glory to God. Amen. And saying we would still be in that position, we would still be exactly where we was. You know, sometimes we go visit the jail. Sadly, there's still people in there from when I was in there 14 years ago. And I walk through, I'm like, man, That's how crazy. are you in here playing dominoes? Still. How you okay with happy? that? Like, this, how you in here chilling? <laughs> yeah. I'll be here. That's not up. okay. All right. But uh, I think we should pray because we didn't All right. pray. Open it up. I'll pray it real quick. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for being so good to us. Um, even when um, we don't show you through our actions that we are uh, children of yours, Father God. So we just pray that you continue to strengthen us, Lord. Strengthen our minds, our hearts, Lord. Help us to be inclined and attuned to your word, Lord. I just pray that um, we stay on accord and that we pour ourselves out for the kingdom. Um, I pray that we continue to be the light in our community. Um, give us the strength to be the light in our community. I pray that you give us the strength to be the light in our household, um, that we are bold, and, um, Lord, that we continue to um, go out and declare the gospel um, unashamed, Father God. And I just pray for our community. I pray for um, just, I pray for our whole world. I pray for the whole world, Lord, that, um, this virus that's going on, that, that you eliminate it, that you come up with a solution, and, Lord, that we draw closer to you, Father God. And we know all this um, that we have, Lord, in our lives right now wouldn't be possible if um, your son didn't down the cross for our sins, Father God. So we continue to um, glorify the kingdom, and, and, and um, we praise you, Lord. In your son's precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. You guys have a good week. Stay safe out there. Things are getting better. Yes. Trust the process. Don't rush the process. Trust the process. Don't rush the process. I've been to hell and back more than a couple times. Yeah, it's true, but I'm headed to the finish line. So the mind never stop when it comes to minds. God gave me this light. I'm going to let it shine. The weights on the bar, man, dinner time The pain don't do anything but energize Right now is the time, ain't a better time Man, I'm about to go hard, hammer time Yeah, I know that you know it I made a decision and now I'm devoted I'm in for the people, you hear it, they voted I try to stay humble while keeping my focus They tell me slow down, I say thank you, it's noted I'ma speed up for my family notice I am right here just to put you on notice If history's written, I guess I just wrote it <laughs> Yeah.